Let us pray. You rule the pride of the sea. When its waves rise up, you calm them. Psalm chapter 89, verse 9. Heavenly Father, I come to you today in thankfulness and with a humble heart. I thank you for the peace that you have brought into my life. In times of chaos and confusion, it is only through your love and grace that I have been able to find peace. You have given me strength when I felt weak and direction when I felt lost. Through the power of your Spirit and the truth of your Word, I can navigate any challenge that lies ahead. Lord, grant me wisdom and clarity as I continue on this journey with you. Show me the path that brings genuine, lasting peace into my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Today, we continue to explore images used in the Bible to convey deep meaning and eternal truth. What do these images mean, and how often do they recur in Scripture? Today's image prevails throughout the entirety of Scripture signaling to us the foundational work God has done since the very beginning. The image we explore today is the image of chaotic and still waters. From the moment the Bible begins, we're introduced to dark and chaotic waters, with God's Spirit hovering over the abyss. In the very beginning, out of nothingness, God formed and created the expanse of space and the details of Earth. The Earth was empty, chaotic, and without life. God's Spirit hovered over the empty and chaotic void. The Bible portrays the Earth as unformed, uninhabitable, and drowning in chaotic water. The waters were dark and raging. But God's Spirit was hovering over the waters, waiting to bring order to the chaos. The image of a raging sea is often used in Scripture to signify our lives apart from God. The psalmist David used wave imagery to describe his turmoil. 
God wants to speak peace into our chaotic lives. This idea was exemplified through Jesus several times. Let's look back at two moments when Jesus prevailed over the dark and stormy seas. Miles away, the wind was picking up in the middle of the sea. Waves began to crash against the side of the disciples' boat. The setting sun shed light on the chopping waves as the disciples desperately held on to the sides. As the disciples were being tossed by the wind, one of them could see a figure in the distance. It stood above the waves as if it was shifting ground. What is that? they shouted. All of them shifted to the side of the boat. Is it a ghost? they asked. The figure walked closer to them and their hearts beat fast with fear. As dusk broke into night, the figure was close enough to see. It was Jesus, walking above the breakers and the waves. Take heart, Jesus shouted. It is I, do not be afraid. The men could barely believe their own eyes. They had seen Jesus calm the storms before, but now he walked upon it like steady earth. The water threatening the disciples was not a concern for Jesus. He walked over the waters, signifying that he was immune to the fear and worry that sometimes consume us. Jesus endured circumstances that would overwhelm us, and he showed his authority over the water by walking on top of it and even invited Peter to walk on it with him. When we walk by God's Spirit today, we walk in the authority and victory of Jesus. Peter's eyes began to well up with tears, and his heart fluttered in his chest. Lord, he said, if it is truly you, command me to come out to you and walk on the water. Jesus extended his hand and smiled. Come then, he said. So Peter approached the side of the boat. It was still rocking from the waves below. He stuck out one leg towards the water and felt it steady underneath him. So he brought his other leg overboard and saw that the waters did not consume him. The disciples gasped and tears fell down Peter's eyes as he looked at Jesus. Like an infant taking his first steps, Peter walked towards Jesus on the choppy waters. He could see his Lord smiling as he took each step. Peter's heart could not be more filled with joy. He looked at Jesus as a son to his father. Dark and chaotic waters represent the overpowering circumstances that seek to pull us down into doubt and despair. But Jesus prevails over our worry and brings us even more confidence in him. Let's examine some events from the Bible together and look for parallels. Jesus looked, stood up, and walked towards the front of the boat. The wind howled like a mighty titan. The disciples were tossed all around the boat from the waves, but Jesus' feet were sturdy as he marched. The wind whipped at his back, and the rain fell down like gravel. Jesus looked at the storm like an adversary. The waves were relentless and smashed against the bow to rock Jesus overboard. God's hero stood firm. He stretched out his hand and said, Hush now, be still. He spoke to the wind and waves like disobedient children. Like a lion finally tamed, the wind and waves subsided and calmed. The sun peered in through the dark clouds and the sea became still as glass. 
His voice was deep and piercing, but behind the voice was a man in great pain. He was possessed by a demon, so it was no longer him who spoke. He had a storm raging within him. What is your name? Jesus asked calmly. I am Legion, the demon replied, for I am many. The demon's attempt to intimidate Jesus failed. Jesus stepped forward and the demon retreated backwards in fear. Do not cast me out into the nothingness, Legion begged. Jesus nodded and gestured to a herd of pigs grazing on the side of the mountain. The man's body jolted backwards and all of the sudden painful cries could be heard from the pigs above the mountain. They ran in circles, eventually tossing themselves off the side of the mountain into the sea. When the pig herders saw this, they ran back into the city and gathered people to come and see. Jesus knelt down to the man's still body. He was breathing but unconscious. Jesus gestured for one of the disciples to bring water, and the man was restored to consciousness. Jesus spoke to the storm that raged around the disciples and brought it to order. He also spoke to the storm that raged within the man possessed by a demon. Jesus brings peace to us. He wants to deliver you and me from the waters that rage in and around us. Long ago, he did this for the Hebrews while freeing them from slavery and parting the seas. Moses did as God commanded. People watched curiously as Moses walked towards the waters. Silence fell upon the crowd as Moses inhaled deeply and looked to the sky. He remembered the words of God on Mount Sinai. Take this staff, and with it you will do my wonders, God had once told him. Moving his gaze towards the sea, Moses outstretched his arms with the staff in his right hand. A cold wind blew violently from the east around him, and the seas began to rush to and fro. The wind howled at night, and the waters danced as the seas began to split in half. Moses' hands were lifted in the air, and all of Israel stood in awe of the wonders of their Lord. All of Israel went into the midst of the sea and walked through on dry ground. The waters surrounded them like two walls on the right and the left. Thousands of God's redeemed people stumbled through the alleyways of the divided seas, and Pharaoh's army began descending to capture them. Pharaoh's army, chariots, and horsemen pursued them into the split seas. As they closed the gap between them and Israel, God's pillar of fire and cloud threw them into a panic. Their horses fell and their chariots crumbled. The army looked up and the waters began to sway back and forth above them. The waters fell like a crumbling wall and the Egyptians were swallowed up by the raging waters. Not one of them remained, and Pharaoh's hardened heart dissolved in the darkness of the deep sea. In contrast to the raging sea, the Bible also talks about still and peaceful streams. Unlike the wild oceans, streams are in control and their paths are established. The Bible uses images of still waters and steady streams to represent the peace that comes when we know and trust God. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand on the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight 
is in Yahweh's law. On his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the streams of water that produces its fruit in its season, whose leaf also does not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. Psalm 1, 1 1-3 Yahweh is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. What makes me lie down in green pastures? He leads me beside still waters. Psalm 23, 1-2 Now on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, from within him will flow rivers of living water. John 7, 37-38 In the imagery of the living water, we encounter the profound depths of God's goodness and love for us. This isn't merely water to quench our momentary thirst, but a ceaseless river that springs forth from within us, symbolizing the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. As believers, we're not just visited by God on occasion. His Spirit takes up permanent residence within us, offering wisdom, counsel, and comfort. The waters are always fresh, always available, speaking to the constant, unchanging nature of God's affection. Just as the Lord is our shepherd guiding and guarding us every step of the journey, the living water He provides is a testament to His unfailing provision and care. In His tender provision, we've been granted everything we need for life and godliness. God's commitment to us, sealed by His Spirit within us, is the ultimate reassurance of His goodness. As we walk with Him, lean into His promises, and let these living waters flow freely from us, we'll not only be nourished in our souls, but also we'll share His grace and life with a thirsty world. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Follow the podcast so you can learn about the Bible in this entertaining and inspiring way. Download the Pray.com app, and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.